It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, blimey, that's loud, yeah, pin back your lug holes and welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your loud host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive for the rest of the week from 4pm or 1600 if you've got one of those clocks where the numbers go past 12. More on that later, not the clock stuff, me. But we begin the podcast with the news that the £4.25 billion sale of Chelsea to the Todd Bowley Consortium has been completed. Here's the reaction to that news on Danny Kelly's press box. Thank you very much indeed. No, that's just me. Here's Danny. Thank you very... No, that's me again. This genuinely is Danny. I can't bother doing it again. Talk Sport breaking news. Breaking news on Talk Sport. The Chelsea takeover led by American billionaire Todd Bowley has now been completed. 19 years of ownership under Roman Abramovich are officially over. They will not spend as they've done in the past. No. Uh, they may spend an equal amount of money, but they will not just be able to spend knowing that if the road hits the rubber, that the owner could just write it off. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, it's so, just yeah, sure. not going to be like that anymore. The, Todd Bowley may be as rich as Croesus and, uh, and uh, you know, <laughs> unofficial king of the world for all I know, but he, even he has investors in that uh, who will want to see a return on their coin. Yeah, there's not going to be any any of the transfers like Danny Drinkwater say that you know that, that goes wrong and you can just afford to let it go. Yeah. Or, who is the um, Kepper? Kepper even spent well, seventy one million pounds on a goalkeeper. And well, making, then good. That they're well, not it makes a question about the Lukaku, doesn't it? <laughs> well, Lukaku is another one. I mean, they've got to make very big decision to make there, haven't they? You still don't look like somebody who wants to hang around. Are you prepared to write that off? I dare say that is a particular one for the owner because he'll think. Blimey, is that how I start off? Giving some bloke away who we paid 80 million quid for and I've got to give him away for 20. That doesn't look yeah, like Sean, good business. Um, I, I, let me put a question to you. Using your skill and experience, which is vast and legendary, who will be in a better position in five years' time, Newcastle <sighs> or Chelsea? Uh, no idea. I, I, do you know something? I think world events dictate a lot of things now. This has shown what's what's happened to Chelsea has shown that world events can can throw you off. Um, I don't I don't know how you can say where I know it's getting a bit deep this, but I don't know how you can say where the world will be in two years' time. Now France has hit out at what it says was an industrial scale ticket fraud at the Champions League final as the fallout continues over the game's policing. Ministers acknowledge difficulties in managing crowds at the match in Paris but say organised fraud was the root cause of the problems. The Times chief football writer Henry Winter said that we were lucky there wasn't a disaster at the Stade de France. We've been here before. UEFA has begun the backtrack, but this is about fans being treated inhumanely. 
it could be you and your club next and it's not acceptable. We could be talking here today after an absolutely horrendous disaster. Yep. And it was only because of the patience of the Liverpool fans that it didn't, it didn't escalate. I, I, I mean, there's always an incredible sensitivity when you're going towards fans. And look, this has happened to other sets of supporters. But obviously, there's a sensitivity when you're walking up to Liverpool fans who are pretty much being forced up against a fence by bad organisation, by bad authorities, by ill-led policing, by stewards who really, you know, where, where was the matchday commander? Where were the French authorities? There was no one on the ground who was actually organising the stewards, calming down the individual police officers who were just losing it in the heat and indiscriminately pepper spraying people. And these Liverpool fans were up against the, the fence. And you heard from Mark Ogden from ESPN earlier. He and I and a few other journalists were sort of going up there. And in the end, you know, we obviously sort of talk to them. You talk to UEFA, you see what you can do. We went in, got water and, you know, th only the tiny little things that you can do. But there is that additional sensitivity when you see fans, particularly Liverpool fans, up against the fence like that. And, you know, fortunately, we're not talking about a disaster today. And the AP's global sports correspondent, Rob Harris, claimed the French sports ministry doubled down on their blaming of the Liverpool fans with fake tickets. They try to present their account over what happened on Saturday night and very much blaming the fans, blaming the 30 to 40,000 fans they said had fake or without tickets, all those without tickets at all who tried to enter the Stade de France. They talk about the various filtering zones and all sorts of allegations in terms of the fake tickets. They did show me some actually at the end of the press conference, the uh, real and fake ones. And one thing that was noticeable actually was the fact that there isn't a really sophisticated hologram on these tickets, even the real ones, which obviously perhaps does make them easier uh, to fake. Liverpool Chief Executive Billy Hogan says he's incredibly surprised by deeply hurtful comments made today by the French sports minister regarding the issues before the Champions League final in Paris. Amélie Oudier-Castera blamed Liverpool fans being let out in the wild. So the pivotal major central point is to try to really understand precisely what happened during this massive fraud as far as the ticketing is concerned. The Home Office Minister said there are witnesses of this, so the figures corroborate this of uh, 30 to 40,000 people without tickets or with fake tickets. But Hogan has responded by saying those comments were deeply hurtful to the club. We've seen the footage, I've got it right in front of me now, of Liverpool fans with tickets asking how to get in, being pepper sprayed. It's just extraordinary. Pepper spray and the tear gas came out. Uh, it, 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 was a, it was an incident that sort of took me by surprise, really, because I was, I was trying to speak to someone and the best way I can explain it is that I felt like I'd swallowed a fly and I started coughing, but then it was like the, the cough became worse and eyes were streaming and whatever, and it was just uh, absolutely horrific set of circumstances. Um, I never thought that I would be in a worse situation at a football match in this day and age than last summer at the, the European Championships final, at the European Championship finals. This was worse. This was far worse because of the brutality of the, 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 and the, the overzealous nature of the, the police, the lies that have been put out since and the, the, the fear and here's Julien Laurent, the French football writer who feels personally ashamed of how Paris handled the Champions League. 
I was with Adrian Durham and, and Andy Townsend on Friday night. Yeah. The show. I was saying how happy people in Paris were for the final. That I even joked saying like, oh, every final from now on in Champions League should be in Paris because this is, and everybody was, see, the city is amazing. This, And then yeah. I, feel, I felt so ashamed, boys, when that happened on Saturday night. So ashamed for France, for Paris, to then show this to the world. For those players, the best player in the world, having to wait 36 minutes before playing the biggest game in the career. This is outrageous. And mm. it was really shameful for French people. And again, th there might be other faults, but I think the main, the main problem was the French police. So to matters on the pitch. Has it been a good season for Clippity Klopp's Reds? Of course, the League Cup winners. No, it hasn't. You'll hear from yours truly. That's me, Andy Goldstein, very shortly. But first, here's Liverpool legend John Barnes claiming his... <laughs> oh, that's serious, is it? Is that serious, producer Tom? Yeah, claiming it's been a success. That can't be serious. A quadruple became a double. So it is a successful season, but Liverpool as a team may probably feel they deserve more. It's been an incredible season. And up until 10 days ago, we were, we were in with a possibility of, of the quadruple, which is unprecedented. And what I always say is that the most important thing is a journey in life, in football, in business. The journey is the important thing. And if you think about the journey that Liverpool fans have been on up until 10 days ago, being with the chance of winning four trophies and every week filling the fans with joy because of the performances they put in, the games they've actually won, culminating with disappointment in the last two games. But I said it before the Wolverhampton Wanderers game. I said that, you know, we could lose the league and we, yes, we're going to be disappointed and we could lose the Champions League and, we, and yes, we'll be disappointed. But think about the journey we've been on every single week. Two trophies in any season, you can't call it a bad season. They're the worst two. Regardless of the worst two. And they didn't score in any final. I get that, but you still can't say that two trophies is, is bad. For Liverpool, it is. Of course it's not. It's a, it's so a unfortunately, huge compliment. Only one team can win any competition. Obviously. Manchester City are a phenomenal team. Obviously. So, who's, a, who's a better... But I'm being told Liverpool are the greatest side in the world. No, up there with Man City. No, because well, right? they, they are. Right. They've lost by well, one point. Well, they, they, just beaten, they just got beaten against Real Madrid. Madrid. A Real team that weren't even favourite to get into the final. Yeah, but these things happen. Real Madrid beat Manchester City. No, I know, I know that. I'm just saying, for the... The I, talent, I, listen, the I, talent, I, I, I don't think that. I don't think you're making me back Liverpool. The talent Liverpool have got. No, no I get. I get those two trophies aren't good enough. I get that, but unfortunately, they've been beat by a, a very, very good team in right. Manchester City it, and Real Madrid. Right. Is is Mohamed Salah sat? Is Andy Robertson? Is is Trent Alexander? Are they sat in their dressing room? Or even sat at home now going, that was a good season, over the moon. Well, do you not see them on the parade? I don't, know, I don't think they can remember what day is. I know, but what I'm saying to you is that none of them will be... Ha and rightly so, because they're, no, they're, they're winners. No, they'll be disappointed, of course, from where they are. They're going to be disappointed that they lost the league. And they're going to be... But the league, you kind of go, OK, Manchester City, more consistent than us. So you can kind of... The, Manchester, the Real Madrid game, of course, they'll be disappointed. But when the dust settles and they think, yeah, we could have won all four... They have still got two trophies. So they'll still be like, well, it's not the, the season's not a disaster. Liverpool it's not a bad season. Liverpool fans will phone me up and say it was a great season, right? It's not a good season. I think Liverpool are the best team in Europe. I think they're feral. I think they're electric. I think they're, they're almost undeniable. And I think that Liverpool um, are a better side than Real Madrid. I don't care about individual games. But Real some, Madrid some, won some, the Liga. Some, I mean, I mean Real Madrid Chelsea won the beat Barcelona League. in a semi-final of the Champions League when it was universally accepted Barcelona were a better side. But Chelsea came out because of an indomitable spirit. They banked up and they stopped Barcelona and Messi from breaking but them down. But never mind about that. But we're but talking on, about Liverpool. But hold on. But we're talking about an argument how people can be better yet still lose. So Sadio Mane is set to leave Anfield and join Bayern Munich. Jamie O'Hara reckons it would be a devastating loss for Liverpool. A bit like, you could say, losing the Premier League. Or obviously, 
the Champions League against Real Madrid. So another devastating defeat for Liverpool. You get the gag. Yeah, play the tape. Sadio Mane scores his 10th goal of the season. He's irreplaceable, let's be honest. I mean, if you take him out the team, even if you sign someone for 100 million, it's, it's, it's impossible to replace someone like Mane. I don't know what the situation is and why it's the way it is, but maybe he just wants something new. Maybe it's not about money. Maybe he just wants a fresh challenge. challenge. We've all been players, right? We know what it's like sometimes. You've been at a club for a long mm. period of time. Maybe he just wants to freshen up himself and give himself a new challenge, a new set of targets and a new goal. Newcastle have appointed Dan Ashworth, a sporting director at St James's Park. Darren Bent reckons is a huge coup for the Magpies. Oh, we'll see what we've done there, producer Tom. Coup, magpies, coup and a bird. Yeah, is that? Yep. Yeah, that's luck, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, OK. That's massive for Newcastle. Absolutely, Because yeah. he is a phenomenal... Dan Ashworth, the way he transformation, what he does, some of the targets he's identified, the job he's done at Brighton, that is massive. I'm pretty sure he worked for the FA as well. He did. Yeah. Oh, without that, he yeah, did, yeah. He is, that is massive for Newcastle. And that was what Newcastle needed because I know they had all the money in the world, but you need that, that you need somebody there, been there and done it, who can build build a club, identify the, the right targets. And the fact that they've got Dan Ashworth, that is huge. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now, Nottingham Forest are back in the top flight for the first time in 23 years, nearly quarter of a century, after a 1-0 championship playoff final win over Huddersfield at Wembley. Simon Moni Moni Jordan earlier in the season was critical of Forest boss Steve Cooper. So here's the former Palace owner having to back down. Oh, no one likes hearing that. <clears throat> Turn the volume up. This was an interview that was done eight months ago yeah. on the back of that. So contextually, I said, if you've lost two semi-finals, you have to be considered as a bridesmaid, not a bride. This is a game changer. The last time they were in the top flight was the 90s. But now, under the expert guidance of Steve Cooper, they have been pushed just about to the Premier League. Warning, this vehicle is reversing. Bottom line is, the guy's achieved something. He's gone in, 
at a time and you can argue about some of the players' performances that put them at the bottom of the league and say, well, hang on a second. But he galvanised them and more than galvanised them, he took them from a side that was sitting at the bottom of the league with Chris Hutton as an established, knows his way around that division manager and turned a sales ear into a silk cloth. These sides coming back to the Premier League after being out of it for 23 years, Leeds being out of it for 16 years, add something to it. it and Steve Cooper, without a shadow of a doubt has done his job and, and dispelled any myth that people like me put out there, which has been de- debunked now, mm. that he was a bridesmaid. Warning, this vehicle is reversing. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on my show. Andy Goldstein's drive time from 4pm today alongside Darren Bent. Oh, I can't wait. I love Darren Bent. He's... Oh, Ambrose. Sorry. Oh, Darren Ambrose. Anyway, there will be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcasts out posting in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. I'm joking. I love Darren Ambrose. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.